0: Are the Jay Woodcroft Oilers for real? Uh, no, I don't think they're for real. 53% of respondents saying no, they're not for real. And that included me. I said no, they're not. Firing Dave Tippett is all it took. Wave a wand. Bob's your uncle, and the orders are now Stanley Cup contenders. I say no, this is the traditional new coach bump, the new coach spike. We see it with everybody. Hey, how's the Vancouver Canucks doing lately under Gabby?
1: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
0: Yes, it is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. We're coming to you live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino in lovely Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It is Calgary's entertainment destination. And, hey... Darren Moose DuPont, dare I say, uh, North America's entertainment destination for at least the very next two hours here as we bring you sports talk across YouTube live. I've been informed we're not on Game Plus television today. So for those of you that are looking forward and tweeting at me, please don't adjust
1: your sets. Just come join us on YouTube live. Come on down to YouTube because we got the smoke. This, This place is humming, man. And I'm walking in this morning. I don't know if you saw it. But I noticed some of these different things, and when I'm walking down the hallway from the, the hotel, the yeah. resort area, over to the event center, new poster up The Foxworthy's in Air Tracy corner. Morgan. Tracy Morgan, you noticed, in September. I'm a big Tracy Morgan fan. Incredibly so yes. excited for
0: that. September 28th. Oh, you got that date. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed. So uh, I'm big on dates. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm uh, continuing to be happy and bubbly. I'm telling you that it's a carryover from Tuesday night's Flames game and the good vibes there, and we're rolling all the way into this Thursday. It's episode number 699, and now might be the best time to tell you before we go any further that Friday's episode is the 700th episode of the RP Show here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We'll have a live studio audience. Doors open 930. I saw somewhere that it said 9. Might as well make it 9.30. I think at 9.30. Yeah, yeah, 9.30 here at the Event Center. Don't be fooled if you're coming on down. We're going to have live guests, uh, Stampeders alumni, Rough Riders alumni. It's just going to be fantastic. And who all else? I don't know. It's just going to be a big time. Coming up today on the program, Kelly Rudy will be joining us live here in Hour 2 right at the Event Center. And who was Hour 1 again? I never wrote it down after our morning meeting.
1: A.J. Galante from uh, the Danbury Trashers. The owner yes okay and apparently they've got news yes from
0: netflix fame aj galante thank you uh the owner of that former uh, minor pro hockey uh, club in new jersey so yeah that's that's very interesting can we hit the quick six show horn please <laughs> director jordan okay we got a lot of things to get to today so let's go marie philippe poulain is calling it redemption The Canadian captain led her side to a 3-2 victory over the United States in women's hockey at the Beijing Games. The 30-year-old from Beauceville, Quebec, has scored in four consecutive Olympic hockey finals. Canada reclaimed gold after losing 3-2 in a shootout to the Americans four years ago in Pyeongchang, South Korea. I don't know how much we're going to sit and dissect this game. Canada won gold. Are we good enough to move on? I expected that we would. It's Canada. Uh Canada went up three nothing and I was out. I'm like, we got this. And then I find out it was a far closer game than that. It ended up three two as I just read. And I've got other Olympic sports to get to. Do you have a take on that? Because what I'm hearing from everybody is that the referees tried to even the game up and did, but Canada held on to win.
1: That that happened, yeah, sure, made it three two. The only thing I'll say is is Canada played great. And for Maria Philippe Poulain, I'm hearing this word from Sean McVeigh had it at others, competitive greatness right? Okay. And competitive greatness is playing at your best when your best is needed. I like that. And that's that. Marie-Philippe Poulin. Who he was he ser- referring to? Aaron Donald? I Maybe. You know, or just saying we need to have competitive greatness. It, you know, it's about bringing your best when your best is needed. And she does that four straight finals and leading Canada to a That's amazing. Well, now my mind's racing. I love that
0: term. I, I love it when people rise to the occasion. I don't think Sean McVay has the trademark on this, but rising to the equa- when the pressure is at its highest and facing adversity yeah i like it good uh the men's hockey team did not which okay let me read a couple more olympic things and we'll come back to that canada in men's curling is leaving beijing without a gold medal brad gushu will have to settle for playing for bronze after his men's rink lost to sweden 5-3 in the semis The Canadians will meet the Americans in the Olympic consolation game on Friday. Meanwhile, Jennifer Jones is out of the running for a medal at all. After crashing out of the women's curling tournament, despite winning her final round robin match 10-5 over Denmark, JJ's Canadian rink finished tied with Britain and Japan with a 5-4 record, but missed the medal round due to poor draw shot challenge numbers. So I'm seeing the L pouring on social media, and people are saying, tragic for Jennifer Jones and this and that she was five and four and tied with two other teams you should have been six and three so i guess i that's the thing where i will really stick to the culture of hockey and football because that's what i know best i don't get baseball culture i don't really get curling culture if you miss by a whisker and you tied with two other teams don't say oh fate didn't allow me you could have won another game to go to six and three and make the playoffs. I'm sorry, that's my take on that. The other thing, I ran 4 miles today, Darren. I know that for uh people that are fit, that's not a lot. For people that aren't, that is a lot. And I'm running on the treadmill today and I'm trying to watch the Gushu game yeah. and the power of Twitter by the way, because I was looking at Twitter and I saw our friend Devin Haru saying Gushu's got hammer coming home in the 10th end down 1 to Sweden. I'm like, <gasps> I got to get over to that channel. Right. And I find it and uh it was a mind screw because sweden had red rocks and canada had yellow rocks Ooh. can we not color coordinate here do you get what i'm saying i do can we not have red rocks for canada and yellow rocks for sweden it would be so much more simple for like i'm not a dumb guy but it took me 10 minutes to figure it out i know and then they lost so anyways the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships across the prairies is, how do you feel about Canada's performance so far at the Beijing Olympics? Your options are great, or, sorry, satisfied, not satisfied, or meh. So if we can put the camera back on the
1: moose, I like, you go ahead, you go first, with how you would vote in the poll. Me. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what you were at coming up with the questions. And I'm like, I think you need to shrug shoulders like a meh, because that's kind of how I feel about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's the winter Olympics and we're so I'm still in 2010 mode own the podium, right? Where we destroyed everybody. Right. I'm still in that mode. And whenever we go to the Olympics, the winter games, I expect us to be at or near the top of the medal standing. And we're not so that for me, I'm like, eh, but we've had a lot of great individual accomplishments. You know, Charles Hamlan winning his last thing and yeah, you know, um we've had some snowboard medals with Max Perot and Mark McMorris and the women gold, that's all great. But for curling not to get in a medal is a massive disappointment. Men's hockey disappointment. So there has been a little bit of that, so I'm kinda like shrug shoulders.
0: I will say satisfied, and here's why. You're not big on opinions. Right? You don't really like to give an opinion. Right. You're kinda middle of the road. We've discussed that. Yes. I don't mind giving opinions, right? Hence the name of the show. And if I offend people, I don't really care. Um, So I'm satisfied. I went back and looked at Pyeongchang's numbers, the metal numbers. (laughs) It's going to sound really bad, given the amount of time that I've been spending in America. As long as we beat the USA, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and in PyeongChang we did like Norway won with 39 medals then what is with Norway by the way you know that they're very technologically advanced it's time we start giving Norway their due right. as a world superpower they won the medal count then I think they're leading it now uh, Canada had 29 medals in PyeongChang USA 23 and we're ahead of USA this year so Bob's your uncle that's a win <laughs> well, I, th- I think so yeah Uh, So that's my take there. So that's our Olympic opening preamble. So we're getting into it. Yeah, how about that? NHL one-timers, let's go. Point two. Mark Shifley recorded the fifth hat trick of his career and added a helper to propel the Winnipeg Jets to a 6-3 victory over the Minnesota Wild on Wednesday. His trio of goals gave him seven goals and four helpers in five games since the NHL All-Star break. Jets captain Blake Wheeler collected four assists. Cole Perfetti, mum spaghetti had a goal and an assist with Kyle Connor and Stastny, also scoring for the Jets, who had 12,527 fans at Canada Life Center. That's about 3,000 short of a sellout. Connor Hellebuck made 33 saves for Winnipeg, which was playing the second game of a four-game homestand. The Jets have won four of their last seven games, and I don't think you, Moose, saw much of that game. Am I right in saying Winnipeg-Minnesota? Well, that's fine, because I watched quite a bit of it, and then uh, this morning I watched the replay of it. I'll be sorry, with the curling, they took a timeout in the 10th end, Sweden. I'm like, this is slow enough without taking a timeout. I switched over to another Sportsnet channel, and they were replaying the Jets' wild game. Yeah. So what? The Jets aren't the same team. They just aren't what we're used to. They are not playing with passion. So I don't know what it's going to take. That's my edict today on the Winnipeg Jets. I think they're done. Stick a fork in them. Meanwhile, here in Calgary, and by the way, I didn't go to the Flames game last night because I was uh, hosting another television show last night in a completely unrelated industry or field. I was doing that. Elias Lindholm scored twice and added an assist Wednesday night to extend his goal streak to six games, and the red-hot Calgary Flames spanked the Anaheim Ducks 6-2 for their eighth straight win. For the Pacific Division leading Flames, it's their longest win streak since 2017 when they rattled off 10 straight, a club record. Dylan Dubé, Andrew Mungiapani, Johnny Gaudreau into an empty net, and Matthew Kachuk also scored for Calgary. The Flames continue their role on home ice on Saturday when they welcome Seattle and Mark Giordano. Mm. And I'm going to be in Red Deer calling the Winnipeg ice game with Munzee, so I'm not going to be there at that game, but you can't be everywhere. Uh, Bane of my existence, you can't be in two places at once. Only two other games in the NHL last night in Raleigh. Sam Reinhart tied it in the final minute of regulation. Then Aaron Ekblad got free for a breakaway goal just 16 seconds into overtime to give the Florida Panthers a 3-2 victory over the Carolina Hurricanes. And in Vegas, Gabriel Landeskog broke a scoreless tie. Early in the third, Darcy Kemper stopped 29 shots, and the Colorado Avalanche defeated the Vegas Golden Knights 2-0. Colorado's victory spoiled the long-awaited debut of Jack Eichel, who was in action for the first time since being acquired from Buffalo and becoming the first NHL player to play after having artificial disc replacement surgery on his neck in November. So that's what went on in the NHL last night. It's 11-11 in the motherland, just so you know, Moose. Mm. Um, be aware of your thoughts. The Opportunity Portal is opening okay let's go to the nhl top five bottom five this is still part of point two but here we go are you ready Uh, boys i think they have it hey i like it top five bottom the number one team in the rp show top five bottom five is the florida panthers they still are they posted the win last night at carolina their 71 points are the most in the nhl's toughest conference number two the colorado avalanche obviously they're 74 points top. The West, also the entire NHL. They had points in 19 straight games. Number three, the Carolina Hurricanes. You just can't ignore them. They're 723 winning percentages, second best in all of the Eastern Conference. Number four, the Calgary Flames. Eight wins in a row are eight wins in a row. And number five, Tampa Bay, the most balanced team in the National Hockey League. That's the good news. Now to the bad news. The bottom five in the National Hockey League. Number 28, the Chicago Blackhawks. Deal the flower now. Number 29, Seattle. They are who we thought they were. Number 30, the New Jersey Devils appearing in our bottom five. Congratulations. Two wins in their past 10, next to worst in the Met division. Number 31, the Arizona Coyotes. How's the five year rebuild coming? And number 32, the Montreal Canadiens. Their twenty-three points are worst in the NHL. They're minus eighty-five. Oh no! In plus-minus, and they're getting worse. I'm so sorry, Montreal. I, it was a great run last year. This is something. That's the top five, bottom five. So you got it. You got it right in front of you, Moose. Uh, your take on that.
1: Montreal's going to be here early March. We'll get to see yeah. Montreal Canadiens very early in March, the 3rd, I think. Why do you want days. to? Um, so maybe we can give Montreal <laughs> fans some hope for the future, at least with Ottawa, when they were so bad. We looked at Stutzla and we looked at some of the young players and we're like, this team's got some, a bright future. I don't know if the Canadiens' future is that bright. Right, where is this coming from? I'd like to get a better look at them, but that's tough. Like that is a massive fall to go from the Stanley Cup final to the worst team in the NHL. That's that's tough for that. Nobody finish. saw it coming. Nobody and saw it. And then Martin
0: Saint Louis. Who's laughing now? I know. Claude Julian. Well, for sure Dominic Ducharme. I mean got to the Stanley Cup final after they fired Julian last year. Hire Patrick Waugh. Oh, they can't. Yeah, they already hired <laughs> Well, you can hire him coach. Yeah. Anyways, in the dub, let's go there. Wednesday night, the Kamloops Blazers outgunned the Victoria Royals on their way to a 6-4 win. Wednesday night, the Blazers outshot Victoria in every single period. Here in Calgary, Maximus Wanner scored the game winner as the Moose Jaw Warriors beat the Hitman 3-2. In Medicine Hat, Chad Nychuk scored twice as the Wheat Kings won their second straight. 4-1 over Medicine Hat. Teague Patton also scored uh, for the Tigers. And in Kelowna, Carter McAdams scored a hat-trick as the Prince George Cougars coasted to a 5-2 win over the Rockets. A lot of hockey, a lot of Olympics so far uh, in the warm-up here on the RP show. I think we're going to pause and come back with more, and that includes some NFL talk and what's the latest on the Brian Flores lawsuit. I didn't feel like we got into it as much as I would have liked to yesterday, Darren, with from what I've seen with the NFL, I did quick Google search. The two top news items in the NFL right now are the Brian Flores lawsuit and the Alvin Kamara yeah. assault case right. coming out of Vegas. So just so you know, folks, the NFL has bad news too, and I feel like they just they don't run away from it. I also want to talk about the Calgary Stampede signing Jordan Williams Lambert here because it has caused a lot of waves back in the homeland. We'll talk about CFL free agency, and then – other olympic chatter i just want to tell you that the rock star of the day wednesday with stan peters general manager john huffnagel pay attention today because there will be a test for the rock star of the day kelly rudy aj galante uh, those will be your options we'll be right back with more of the warm-up you're watching on game plus television youtube live and 24-hour sports radio at RodPeterson.com. head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now